Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. One month left of the weirdest year ever. And why not start it with Wednesday Night Football? The Bucks get a bye and the Chiefs can't be stopped. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the Straight from the top of my dome. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Let's have some fun on your favorite Canadian NFL podcast, wherever you're listening all over the world. Ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, vonnegum. Ciao, hello, and zdravo, and marhaba, and guten tag, uh, which is a whole bunch of languages that you probably never hear the rest of the day. And if you are still listening and only speak one of those languages, yay! <laughs> I don't really know what you're going to do for the rest of the hour, but uh, I appreciate the subscription. Uh, speaking of which, remember to subscribe, like, share, wherever you listen to this podcast. Uh, share it with your friends during this Christmas season. we got some more sharing we're going to do. I'll talk about that a bit later. But we're going to do a little something good on uh, Look Who's Talking here. And uh, we got some amazing Look Who's Talkers. We've doubled our audience in the last year, so thanks a lot to all you guys. And uh, we're fired up. We've had some beauty guests, Palmy, Dewey, uh, giving some great picks. And all of our, all 87 of our of our episodes are brought to you by Huck Media. Uh, go to HuckMedia.ca for any and all, uh, any and all anything in your media world. So our picks didn't do too good last week. We almost got skunked, but thank to, thanks to the craziest backdoor, bad beat for some, great beat for Hugh, uh, who got the push with the Eagles at plus six. I saw Dave Portnoy, Stool Prez, almost fainted because I think he took the Seahawks uh, at six and a half. But look, we try to give you actionable intelligence on this show, and Portnoy is smart enough better where he probably shouldn't have got the Seahawks at six and a half. He could have got the six or five and a half. He looked around, or if he got it at a better time. Uh, it's been a weird year for picks. It was a weird week for picks. We had a weird co-host sitting right next to me uh, with his podcast microphone stuffed neatly in his crotch, looking at me like he's got a microphone in his crotch. How you doing, Mike? Got a haircut. You look fired up? Uh, not a haircut. Not a haircut. Uh, a rare pre-show shower <laughs> for Weird Mike. Uh, a little low flow in the basement shower here at Centennial. Um, I didn't actually think it was a weird week, uh, Jeff. No. Despite uh, your, you know, whatever. It was the backdoor week of the year. Some of them go in your direction. Some of them don't, you the know. The backdoor was swinging wide open every game. Uh, but I actually woke up with remarkable clarity. Uh, we saw Tampa Bay's ceiling. We know Fitzmagic is the present. The Raiders and Cards are good, but can't be trusted. That's accurate. Uh, and as always, the Bears are who we thought they were. <laughs> Which okay. is awful. So, yes, of course. They scored seven points. And above all else, In the guys, third quarter. It's bad. So bad. Uh, good teams uh, that are just becoming good can't be trusted to cover. A la the Browns. A la the Giants. Good teams, won by a deuce. See, that's where we differentiate. I don't think that's a fact because this is what I want to get into. Um, look, backdoors happen, and they are the reason a lot of spreads are won or lost. But if you, if you do this for long enough, like some of us do, you got to look at the forest for the trees, the averages. It's like if you play poker or anything else in the world where a lot of things come down to some luck. And sometimes it goes in your favor, and sometimes it doesn't. And that's why when you, when you get really lucky and you're watching football around a bunch of people and maybe that same lucky play just lost the tickets for the people around you, it's good to be humble and not just yes. show, show in their face like, see, I told you since he was going to cover the Giants with their backup quarterback. They had like 70 yards of offense. Um, but you know, that's bad luck. So 
when we went six and zero earlier in the year, there was two backdoor covers there, yeah. and that's you get you know you're a bit lucky. You got to be a bit humble, and uh, you know when we're zero and five going into Monday Night Football because. You know, we were up nine. The Giants were up nine. Cincinnati scores a last-minute touchdown. Uh, Cleveland's up eight. Jacksonville scores um, a last-minute touchdown. They sacked Mike Glennon on fourth and ten to cover, like would have covered the spread in the last minute, roughing the passer penalty. What are you gonna do? It's the way she goes. So, but that's what I'm trying to get to is that on these back doors, which you know, because a lot of sharps pick a lot of underdogs. Yeah, in not maybe not this year, but for the most part. Sharps are more looking for the slight underdogs that they think are going to win the game because they don't like points. So they're looking for those backdoor backdoor covers a lot. It's a big factor in the game, but it's one of those kind of luckier factors because when your team's up, when it, one team's already won, when you're up by more than more than one full score, and there's a minute left, and the likelihood of the actual victory taking place is almost null and void, and now it's simply a point spread drive. Shit, I don't remember a weekend where more of that happened. I think uh, that draw, your first draw of the year. Yeah, my first push. (laughs) I think that, uh, much like the Eagles tie earlier in the year, is going to make a huge difference at the end between like a a key number. Like, are you a 58% spread picker? or 60. Right? Yeah. So I feel like that draw is going to come. Every point matters. That's all the Eagles got right now. Yeah. Is that draw in week two with the (laughs) Bengals. Uh, They are running out of steam. I don't know what's happening with that. You know what's, so it's funny, just... Just talk. Just to finish off this backdoor thing, um, the the Giants, my gold pick, lost. You know, that's uh, the way she goes. Uh, with a backdoor by the uh, by the Bengals with their backup quarterback. Backdoor with a backup. Backdoor with a backup. Wow. <laughs> Jacksonville did the same thing. It was see, actually their see, third backup. See, that's a little bit of lube because it kind of <laughs> it kind of coaxed you for it. Right. Middle third, you're like, you know, Colts. And, not gonna but this do is where nothing. it even gets weirder because sometimes it seems like these teams have money on the game, which they don't. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But but for instance, a backdoor that didn't happen. The Bills, you know, super happy. Nice big Bills victory, by the way. Same, same, but different. Maybe right? the best red zone uh start of a career we've ever seen for a quarterback, Josh Allen, the Wyoming farm tank. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I'll back that one up. <laughs> but but so the game's over. There's seven seconds left. They're down. The, the Bills were up by 10 points. And you even got the announcers being like, okay, like, what is this all even about? What is happening right now? The Chargers, they got the, the, the ball at the two-yard line? You know what's happening? Not with, with that ex- specific play with the Bills. It's horrible coaching. Yes. Anthony Lynn boxed himself into a loss. Right. Throw the Mary. Yep. Kick the field goal. Yep. Don't go down with no time left. Right. So... There's a lot of stupidity. Horrible guys. coaching. Horrible coaching is rampant this year because yes. they're distracted. They're worried about the COVID. But they're worried about the. Tra- I'm just saying it's got to be a contribution to some of the most horrible coaching decisions <laughs> yeah. we've seen. I mean, Mike McCarthy seemed to be a normal coach yeah. for a decade and a half. But as far as your money's concerned, though, uh, like betting on it, you got to know at some point you got to almost kind of laugh and it's out of your hands because. Some horrible coaching is still trying to ruin your point spread. The like if you or lost hel- or help it or help it exactly. But that that point though, you got you got to have the right perspective. The Bills was the right call. Some horrible coaching decisions are leading to this drive just to ruin your point spread ticket. The game is over. So know that if the Chargers had scored there, if you had picked the Bills, yeah, you take it in the teeth. But that was the right pick. 
Uh, the, for instance, opposite side of this, the conundrum, I had the Eagles last night. Wrong pick. I was wrong. I got lucky with the push. It was a Hail Mary with actually a good coaching decision to go for two, but only compounded by a bad coaching decision four, five minutes earlier, seven minutes earlier, to not kick the field goal. What are you doing? You're down 11 points. It's fourth and five on the 15-yard line. You kicked the field goal, Doug. I, want, I think Peterson wants out of the Eagles. Okay, so moving away from the back doors. By the way, the Bucks back door covered against the Chiefs as well. Crazy. And That uh, wasn't crazy. That was predictable. Yeah, but, the, I mean, the Chiefs dominated that game. Yeah, Tom, right? That but, is, but it's a back door. The Chiefs was prob- four minutes left. Hey, look. Cincinnati was a yeah, back yeah. door. But, but, like, the Chiefs were up by 17, so you're, you're happy to get that back door cover. That 365 advanced cash. For all you oh, that's out right. There. That's right. Bet, th- bet three six five. Explain this, Mike. Seventeen quickly. plus. This is good shit. Your team's up seventeen nothing. You win the bet. Isn't that crazy? It's done. Parlay straight money line. Get it. So imagine, for instance, you had. Li- I bet. I believe this happened actually to someone in our in our playoff watching studio. Texans versus Chiefs, Chiefs last year. Somebody, everybody, versus everybody, Chiefs last year. Yeah, yeah. But if you had the Texans, you cashed it, obviously. But I don't think anybody had. But you know, if you had the Texans, you cashed it. Then you could live bet the Chiefs to come back and win the game. Hey, hey, woo! Anyway, one last thought about Monday Night Football. Uh, I got one too. Go for it, Carson Wentz. I've been defending him pretty vigorously, and there's been seemingly like kind of this. First of all, whatever I used to see in him, I'm not seeing right now. So I can, I can, I can admit that. But it's hard to break up with quarterbacks. <laughs> it's hard to break up with, with anybody. It's especially hard to break up with elite quarterbacks that, you've, that have won you money before. In, in Carson's first year, he was playing like an MVP. He really was. Now, was that a combination of you know, a good offensive line and, and Frank Reich as the coordinator and a bunch of different variables? But he had zip on the ball. He's got the tools. And he could run. He was a physically gifted runner like Josh Allen almost, not quite as big. Then he gets his leg injured. He comes back after Foles wins the championship and all this stuff. Say it again. Foles wins the championship. There you go. Gets a statue outside calling the Philly special. Weirdest statue ever. I'd say act like you won one before, but you haven't. Hey, but but uh, the concussion is what I want to get to because I've had them. And this is just what I want to get to quickly. Concussions have lingering effects. They're not like paper cuts. They're not like even sprained ankles. They have lingering effects that, you know, even just in this last decade, everyone's starting to understand the real effects of them. I don't want to get too into this, but the things that Carson Wentz isn't doing that he used to do, like see open receivers, like when Alshon Jeffrey just busts his one-on-one coverage wide, Carson Wentz wasn't missing. Alshon Jeffrey is an enormous target. Okay, it's a, To miss him by 10 feet is really something. And him not being able to, to like read where Goddard's going to go on these little option plays, like the fourth and four interception to Jamal Adams in the end zone, I, everyone's saying, like, I don't understand what's wrong. I don't understand what's wrong. I'm not saying I do either. I don't know, Carson. But I know concussions. And I'll tell you one thing. They have lingering effects that last longer. I haven't even – I've had flyboard concussions, which are water. It's a little more predictable. I know it's coming. The smack will fall from 70 feet in the air. This happened. We used to lose power before EMKs got awesome. Now they're awesome. Doesn't happen. But like I, you know, I was doing tricks that I, I wouldn't even have thought I would, was able to do, but I was. Double, triple backflips, spin Superman 720, just things that 10 years ago I couldn't even comprehend I would ever do. But after a big conky, two, three days later, I, because of the adrenaline rush of the show, you've been there, Mike. Huck was in it with me. 
Yeah, Huck's a badass fly motor. If you don't know, by the by the way, folks. But uh, I might have been able to do some of those tricks, not quite to the same effect, but they're blurrier. The adrenaline was pumping my buttons in my mind and doing them, but they were a bit blurrier. It was weird. So, and these were these were my concussions that were smaller, smaller. I didn't have my head jammed into the turf by Jadevian Clowney. Like, you can't just say that didn't, like, oh, you know, that happened. Yeah, and it was a while ago. Yo, that Jadevian Clowney's a big dude. And he's missing these guys in ways he didn't used to. An elite talent in sports. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. Do you ever see elite talent at such a young age diminish in the exact ways that Carson is? And in my mind, the only explanation is, is really a concussion. I think... I think so. I, I'm off Carson until I see a change, but not also not often permanently. You asked me a question. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at questions sometimes. I'll admit that. Uh, I think you buried the lead. Somebody else won a championship in his chair. That is a psychological detriment. And you know what? That Philly team celebrated like no other team. Yeah. And he couldn't really celebrate with them, but he was at the same dinner. He was at the same camp, and he was in the same huddle, but he wasn't in the joke. Yeah, he wasn't part of it, man. And and then they picked him over Nick. And what happens when your Super Bowl hangover ends? You stare around and be like, "Yo, this guy wasn't at the party with us." Yeah, new start, new beginning. He's got the worst contract maybe in sports, so it's going to be tougher to get rid of. Carson's going to have to take some old school licks. I'm talking hit the pine kid, um, you know. Total rebuild. Let's get this kid to Vienna. Let's get a team surrounding him. You know, I think check in on Carson. He's good heart. See, that's good what, kid. That's what I keep new start. That's what I keep hearing team. too. I, I don't. Oh, okay, maybe maybe new maybe, start, new team. Maybe weird Mike's take I on just, Carson. I just been. I kept hearing like, oh, the Eagles got to get more weapons. Oh, they got weapons. Uh, Carson's got to hit those guys. I mean, the the O line played bad. Six sacks. He's but he's holding on the ball too long. Whatever I used to see in Carson, I don't see anymore. But it's hard to break up with elite quarterbacks because they make you money when you find them. And if you know, if you could see it and, and Vegas doesn't or the public doesn't, that's when you really make money. So when everyone was down on Carson early in his career or even coming off a leg injury, we weren't. You know? Sharps like Carson, but not, but not now. We, everyone can, there's, there's something really wrong with him. And Palmy was right. Palmy brought this up, you know, six weeks ago. So, giddy up. There you go, coach. Okay. Um, you know who else has turned into a bit of a weapon? Who's that? Nick Folk. That Mormon bastard kicked another 50-plus yarder to win another game. And secretly, I'm loving it, but I'm, I'm hating it. This guy's going to kick me out of 15 hundo. Yeah, Nick Folk. No, that Folken guy. My God. <laughs> this guy's a legit weapon, man. Yeah, man. Uh, what would you think of Teddy's Revenge? You know what? I I, uh, I I stayed the far away it, from that game. It really I actually got did. muddled. I actually did. It, Teddy was going back to mini. That's another back door we didn't even talk about. Like, <laughs> uh, it started out as a horrible horror movie. Like it's a really bad horror movie. Teddy's Revenge <laughs> was the billing on yeah. all the pregame shows, and he wasn't even doing anything. Yeah. But then it turned nasty, and I don't know. Minnesota's back in it now. Yeah, like what's I happening? had I had Minnesota on, on my pools ticket. And that was pretty much it. I had it on, my, on, my, on a spread ticket too, but like a big one. But for the most part, I didn't have the game. But I swear to God, <laughs> I, I've had some really great weeks. 
uh, early in this NFL season, which have helped through the COVID times. Giddy up, and I've been trying to share the wealth. This weekend was not one of them. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I went for a little uh, halftime, uh, you know, Canadian toke, and I came back maybe five minutes late because it was a nice day on Sunday uh, down on the water. And I sat down, and, in a, and I watched Red Zone, and in a matter of two minutes on the same quad box, I had three fumbles. Two of them went for touchdowns against my tickets. And if you watch enough football, folks, you know you can maybe your tickets can maybe deal with one of those. Maybe two. But in tight games in week 11, you see three fumbles go against you in the same minute. That's the football gods being like, Hewlett, we are catching up to you today. <laughs> the Browns strip sack against Jacksonville. Touchdown. Uh, anyway. Just thought that was kind of funny. I thought you'd like that. By the way, watching Red Zone, I keep seeing, because I'm getting the American stream of Red Zone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I keep seeing this commercial. I'm not sure if you guys see it, depending on where you're watching or what you're doing. I thought for Red Zone Sundays. doesn't have commercials. Or, sorry, not Red Zone. Um, I'm watching the American feeds of the primetime games because gotcha. I'm scrolling on my phone, sure. right? Shooting up to the Apple TV. Love American commercials. Yeah, for the most part. But there's one that keeps popping up, okay? It is some guy's... Office chair glass gliding company. Okay. And he starts the commercial off like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, Mitch Dorman, whatever. Uh, and I, I, uh, I originally was a customer of this amazing product and I loved it so much that I bought, that I bought the company. And now here I am. And I'm like, you know, what I keep thinking, how fucking boring was your life <laughs> that you sat down on an office chair one time, maybe your buddy's house. You do a little roll on the plexiglass that's underneath the chair and you're like, and you have like an apocalypse now moment. Like, honey, sell the house, sell the kids, sell everything. I am rolling right now. <laughs> anyway, for really good office chair glass. No, no you stumbled across a weird that Mike football tradition. What's that? When you can, watch the American feed. Yeah. Okay, if you got time shifting, they rarely pick up the night games. Uh, for the West feed, you're getting books. Americans love commercials, guys. They're like movie quality. I think I've said this. Everybody in my circle knows American commercials make your game sometimes way better within case with a, a stinker of a game last night. Anyway, yeah. American commercials, love them. I remember one time we were watching the Super Bowl together, and it was one of the better Super Bowls of, of the last maybe 15 years. We went into Renzo's garage, and I'm like, man, Steelers, Cardinals, like, Will we ever see a better game? And you fucking looked up at me with this disappointed face. Like, I thought the commercials were subpar this year. Really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and Harris gave you a look like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Speaking of Papa Weird, I got, uh, I got a holiday bombshell. I teased it on my IGTV video. Oh, what's, what's that? Maybe the worst kept secret? Slash... I'm excited and I can't hide it and I want the world to know. What's that, Mike? Whew. Huck, get that drone ready for a kicker gender reveal. Whoa. Weird Mike is having a baby. Oh. <laughs> a live human. How about six that? Six months. December wow. 1 recording, June 1. <laughs> a live human. <laughs> a live human will be in the custody of yours truly. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, very excited. Thanks, Huckster. Appreciate that. 
Why do I feel like that kid's going to come out just 32 years old? <laughs> Easy. <laughs> right. uh, my baby mama says she's got a lot of heartburn, and they say that means it's going to be a hairy kid. <laughs> I don't doubt that. So just so you know, my nonno, my grandpa, 92 years old, full head of hair. Yeah. Still rocking. Um, who, but, who says that? Who says, <laughs> she's on into all those pregnancy blogs. All different feelings mean different things, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So I get my weekly report. Before I do my show prep, weekly <laughs> report. Yeah, the other one. you you yeah, I you're getting like a daily report. No, no, ah, no. save it for Friday. <laughs> but the incremental growth, you know, if you get it once a week, is is much bigger news, right? You go from a grape yeah. to a tangerine to a grapefruit to you know instead of a grapefruit to a. You're loving these fruit analogies, Palmelo. <laughs> Well, it's, it's Christmas time, right? Big, uh, big Clementine guy. I feel like she's going to say to you, like, at the, the eight-month mark, like, stop referring to it as a little pumpkin. <laughs> so stay tuned for a gender reveal. Look who's talking style. I'm envisioning uh, Hugh with the snap, Coach Dan with I, the hold. I don't have long snapper experience. There's only seven yards. I don't, man, we're going to go viral gonna, if we, we farm this up. Hugh with the snap. Maybe that's the idea. <laughs> Coach with the hold, Weird Mike with the uh, newfound leg. Yeah. Going to boot some. Yeah, that was a good kick on the weekend. A couple good kicks. I'm not uh, trying to out. shift so fastly away from your... Shout out Michael Power. But anyway, that's uh, that's what I'm cooking up, Huck. He's uh, <laughs> cooking I'll, up a live human. <laughs> I'll draw up a storyboard for the uh, gender reveal. You let All me right. know. Uh, but you got to hit the field goal, by <laughs> the way. Yo. How many yards are you going to go back? Well, that, the intricacies we'll worry about. We're going to live bet this, whether you hit the kicker. This is, uh, is going to be a big look who's talkers bet. Yeah, we'll take. Does bets. he hit it? But I want to know the yardage. So yeah, we'll 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 get all this parameters in advance. You'll be well informed. Um, but if I don't move, you can't just do a chip shot. If it's... I don't move and I stay here in Centennial, yeah. and have a boy, my kid will be a West Mall Lightning hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> that feels right. That feels right. Uh, Does it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, for all you, I can see you walking around with a leather West Mall Lightning assistant coach jacket. So even Weird though, Mike's going to be a dad. Even though you're doing more of the stats. I'm uh, entertaining any and all advice, normal and bizarre, from all walks of life. <laughs> I'll be doing a Monday night holiday series uh, live from the Centennial Garage. A couple minutes for uh, before your Monday night kickoff with some story time and uh, football anecdotes. Um, but yeah, thanks for all the support. A lot of you new, but uh, to all the to listeners, rate and review and subscribing. Uh, the newest baby weirdo. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> Baby weirdo. Baby, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll fine-tune the name. All right, all right, all right. There's a weird human on the way. Uh, God bless him or her. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was a crazy week. A lot of backdoors. Not a lot of people in the Hugh Picks Point Spread Championship did that good, but the current top three is Jake Frisney, Brian Hiller, and Mike Mattisbacker. Um, did you know they're letting people in in Buffalo? No, I did not. Um the next four Buffalo Bills games, everybody, are in primetime. Monday night, Niners. Sunday night against Pitt. By the way, nobody knows what's happening with Pitt, so put an asterisk beside that. Uh, they got a Saturday game against Denver and a Monday night against the Pats. So Bills, four primetime How many people game. are they letting in? Uh, the first game is going to be what Lambeau did. Friends and family work through the protocols and hopefully uh, to be at about... 15% capacity. All right. Could you imagine just running down the aisles at Ralph Wilson Stadium? They showed... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. They That's showed... Fun, no? One thing to remember, too, they showed... 
how in at Lambeau Field, the local, like all the local people, like, you know, haven't really struggling because they all use their front lawns. Oh, my God. And it it's makes so me bad. think of Orchard Park. They use their front lawns for parking, right? If you ever go to a Bills game, you're usually parking on somebody's front lawn. And like me and Nolan, we had a good relationship with like a couple of just families that we, you would try to go to. It's sweet. It's a cool little small town part of going to Bills games that I absolutely love. May I remind? I can't fucking wait to go to the next Bills game that I can go to. May I remind most people that while we love the Bills, it's the livelihood for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, just shout keep, out Bills Mafia. Also, and just next time we next time I'm going to a game, you pay double for the parking. Pay oh, double. Oh, and, hashtag pay double for the parking. And I was just told um, by another listener at Matty J. What the f- final game of the Bills season, high likelihood of being flexed into Bills Miami. For the division. Whoa. Or like, or Miami going for the wild card or yeah, something. Yeah, sure. It, it, Either way. Bills, Dolphins, five, prime t- that five straight primetime games to end the year. Let's go. They're going to be choking on that. <laughs> I like this. I like this team, man. I really do. I really do. Uh, okay. Who's going first, Hugh? No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, just quickly. Hucks Titans. Let's remember them. Okay. Because hey. King, King Henry's entering into some MVP debates. By the way, about a month ago, I told you Patrick Mahomes for MVP. Well, he's still the underdog to Russell Wilson. He's now the favorite. So Is that, he's the favorite. He's now? the favorite. Yeah. Come on, Russ. Huck, he needs it. Huck Daddy. Why should Why should we Why should the Why should ever be considering King Henry for MVP? King Henry. He's just coming alive. <laughs> Remember last year how he was just dominant at the end of every just game, mm-hmm. like every game at the end of the season winning games like running backs don't use by himself ri- yeah by himself which he did this weekend more or less like i don't know that was a fucking demolishing i think i think there's some value on henry for mvp Agreed. because uh yeah. they can't they know mahomes is going to get five or six more of these i don't think they want to be quick to give him three or four well if henry like what's the you got you almost got to ask yourself like how many yards Per game and touchdowns, does he have to like, like, what does he have to do to win this? You know, he's got to win a couple more games by himself. Basically, like two hundred yard multi touchdown games. Yes, and and something like you know, and like I don't know, Mahomes has a couple bad ones, which isn't gonna happen really. But uh, hey, either way, he's in the combo. He's got to be. He's he's something else, man. He's really cool, King Henry. <laughs> so I all want, hail. I want the Titans to win one more game. And ease off of Henry's load. Okay, let's get make sure this guy's hyper healthy, hyper focused. Big load guy now, eh? Because one of them hit. <laughs> <laughs> Sweating buckets, let me tell you. That shower wasn't the only thing with low pressure. You know what I mean? Holy Jesus! But yo, uh, once they kind of cement the lead in that division and sort of have a playoff spot in grass, maybe not clinched, they gotta lighten the load. He's catching more balls than ever now, Henry. You see what they're doing? They're, they're throwing him backwards. They're getting on a locomotive start. He does He's everything. running a reverse wheel. Yeah. And he gets and they get him, they get so into the heads of yeah. the defense. Yeah, it really Like does. Tannehill just walks in for this touchdown because they got to overplay Henry because on some teams it takes four of them to tackle him. I don't think the Colts linebackers are big enough. I thought it was huge uh, to avenge the loss within the division. Yeah. Uh, knowing that Indy... Even though, let's say you won 11 or 12 games, but Indy beat you twice. Yep. You're like, oh, I don't want to hit run into these guys. You know, you kind of have that kryptonite. So. Okay, so before we go to next week's games, which I want to get right into, we've got Wednesday night football. Probably by the time you're listening to this, that happened or is happening. I'm so excited for that, okay? What time? 
It's tomorrow at 3.45 in the afternoon. That's amazing. Listen to this shot that ESPN took at NBC, okay? ESPN, before Monday Night Football started last night, announced the starting time for the game and specifically said the reason for the start time is because NBC host has the tree lighting ceremony in Rockefeller Center and it, it averages around you know eight and a half million oh at night eight, yeah and they didn't want to give that away after Lester but they didn't Holt. need to mention that ESPN just happens to say it's because NBC wants to keep the tree lighting ceremony so to any and all football fans just know that you might miss the Steelers Ravens game because you're still at work because NBC is showing the tree lighting ceremony that's just a shot they didn't need to take and I liked it I think it's gonna work out better I as a guy who's not working tomorrow, I far would love it's it. It's a pandemic, Hugh. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's at home. Hey, you know what? It's the NFL bowl season. Okay, you got Wednesday, the north of the north of the wall game, uh, north of the wall bowl, Ravens Steelers. There's going to be a couple of Tuesday games. Like this whole December is going to have football almost every second day. And I like it. I hope everyone stays healthy. I don't want anyone to get sick, but that happens, and it's creating for a football fan. Bowl season. Uh, bowl season. Especially when NF, N- NBA, NHL isn't on yet. It's it's filling December's holes. I smell an Instatile. Just like you were filling maize. <laughs> <laughs> Was that corn? Uh, no, no. I'm pe- trying to count months. Gotcha. You gotcha. know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, we, uh, we don't know the result of uh, Steelers-Ravens. I could have stayed possibly with a better record besides 0-5 and one push if I had kept the Steelers minus five, which I took Last episode, but I felt guilty because no one could get that number anymore, and it basically disappeared after the episode. True. So I switched from uh, Steelers minus five to the worst pick, the Broncos plus 15. Look, this is a lot. How do I know they were going to just... Anyway, it shouldn't be that hard to score a couple points and stop Taysom Hill. It's 60 yards passing. Anyway, time for that's for another time. But... Uh, Steelers, we're not going to talk about the game because who knows? I like the Steelers to win by a lot, but uh, 10's a lot in division game. Let's call it a touchdown. So buy, buy some points. Always buy points, folks. I know Royal, wherever you are, you're listening. You didn't have the Seahawks six and a half because you're a smart man. You need to buy points. So I don't even know, but I bet you took Russ and I bet you bought points. And he buys them to weird numbers where I'll always say like, why did you buy it to five? Well, it's And then it's like, well, he, damn. Well, key, exactly. <laughs> and this is an interesting point. They brought this up on Straight Out of Vegas. Uh, key numbers lately, in the past few years, aren't what they used to be. Sure. They're still as important. Key numbers, folks, are 7, 3, 4, 10, 13, as in the most likely numbers for the, the end result of, an, of a football game to end. However, with analytics and more teams going for two now, uh, in, in situations where they w- wouldn't have before, key numbers are starting to not be quite as key. As we'll say, as we saw last night, where analytics told the Eagles to go for two in that situation, and they did, and they got it. Anyway, can I ask you a question before? Yes, I want to know what game you're actually most excited for. Pick aside, gambling aside, we knew you were most excited for your Super Bowl rematch. Yeah, last weekend. Yes. Uh, what is it this weekend, Hugh? I am uh, this weekend. Yeah, I'm. Ooh. I mean, I'm so fired up for Steelers Ravens tomorrow afternoon, <laughs> but uh, I, you know what? I'm pumped for a really, really tough uh, Bills game on Monday Night Football. Bills Niners. Yes, I uh, I like the number. The Niners played such a great game against the Rams yesterday or, or on Sunday. 
So it's really lining up. It's a must-win game for the Niners. It's not necessarily a must-win game nope. for the Bills. Nope. But you want to be that top-tier Super Bowl possible team? You win this game. Or at least, like, you should or you could. I'm excited to see if if the Bills really have become this, like, this that second-level team where you don't just win the games you're supposed to anymore. You know what I think is preventing them from being like, that next level team? I like watching Josh Allen play. I think the size of the roster is what prevents them from being that next level team, a Tennessee, a Niners team that made the run to the Super Bowl. Yeah. To me, uh, I think the Bills get screwed here. That game's in Arizona. Do yes. you know that? Yes, it, I do. The Niners, everybody. I like weird stuff. I like when there's... You know, tornado warnings on the way well, to school. Are we going to flip rolls? Am I going to be the normal one no. now that I got a kid on the way? Uh, well, yeah, you should be thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most normal I've ever been, folks, by the way, for those of you that have known me a while. Right. Um, As he's having build- sex with the microphone. <laughs> I feel like the hey, it worked once. <clears throat> if the, That's how you did it. <laughs> if the Bills, the Bills got to go to Arizona again. I know. That sucks. Where they I got keep sc- telling you, the arid climate. Y'all don't think this is a real thing. They struggled in the second half versus Arizona. Weird Mike's weather report. It always comes once. Um, but on the second, on the flip side of that, a uh, little bit of Bills Mafia present in <laughs> Arizona. Imagine <laughs> retiring in Arizona and getting two Bills games <laughs> that, that you get to go to. And it's one of the only stadiums hosting people. That's, That's incredible. Yep. That's yep. incredible. They got one, they got a break back. Minus the weather. Bills fans in Zona, this is your dream. Either way, also like <laughs> Monday night doubleheaders, like the whole everything bowl season in the NFL. It's amazing. Uh, so I, I'm excited. What, what, what game are you most excited for? Um, I want to see the Titans keep rolling. I really, really do. I want them to hand the Browns a, uh, hey, we got to make a few adjustment loss because I don't actually want the Browns to be bad. Yeah. But I want them to get beaten so bad that they in-house say, okay, you know what? This is what we need if we want to win a playoff game or if we want to make a run. So how that game unfolds is what I really want to see. Should be a tough, tough. AFC battle. Miles Garrett, Nick back. Chubb's offense versus uh, King Henry's with some play action. Um, yeah, tough game. Ow, like just ow, ow, yeah, <laughs> ow, ow. Also, yeah, something like to look, it. something ow. to look for. Who are those two teams playing the next week? Because they'll be banged up. You know. Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb running like you got to tackle those guys every time. That hurts. It really but, does. By the way, the the line in that game is Titans minus five and a half home to the Browns. It is in Nashville. Okay, uh, just I mean, it's interesting to hear you say that, weird Michael, because uh, just before we get into our picks, I want to talk our futures picks and just check how they're doing. So I took the Chiefs, Bucks, and Steelers to win the Super Bowl about a month ago. Oh, is that right? At plus three hundred. Plus 500, and I'll, I'll double-check what the numbers sure. are. Because I said, I think those are going to be three of the full final four teams. And, and you, I guess just start having a hedge fest. <laughs> a hedge fest. <laughs> Straight up. Now, your uh, your futures, which have a little more digits on them. Uh, my futures are... S- successful businessman. Uh, one lost. Well, let's assume the Ravens aren't going to run the table. So the Ravens, he had the, Raven, uh, he had the Ravens to win 11 and a half games, if and you're just listening. Not. Welcome to Look Who's Talking, by the way. And uh, the Patriots, uh, who are going to 
Favre me again? There, so Mike, without weird Mike's got the under nine wins. Nine's the push for the New England Patriots. And they are now and the, five and six. Five and six. And the Ravens cannot lose. They can lose one more game. Not lose one more game. They're done. They're done. Let's just call them done. Unit down. Down. Let's <laughs> see how RG3 does. Uh, <laughs> hey, but, and the other one you had, though, this is why I wanted to say, it's kind of interesting to see, interesting to hear you talk about the Titans. It's because you have the Colts to win the division, don't you? Uh, yeah, that was just a little, that was a nibble. That was a nibble. Uh, you know, there's, they're one game back. Yeah, yeah. I think the Colts have gotten off their uh, desired track of power football and defense. They're in shootouts with Green Bay in overtime. They're letting up 48 points to a division rival at home. That's not them. I don't know what happened. It happens to every team. Yep. All right. Use that. Uh, can I? You, you, you sprung me into my. Yeah, yeah. Go to go first. I went 0 5 and 1. You could take honors. Okay. Only because you started talking Colts football. You, you got a bogey. I, I I tapped in a triple. Okay. So uh, my bogey. It was an ugly know, bogey. It, yeah, it was a questionable <laughs> gimme. This the, yeah, the smash on the Cowboys hurt, but the sprinkle on the Bills won. There you go. Uh, Gambling so donut brought to you by Weird Mike. Here we go. One and one. Sprinkle. Under. Sprinkling first. Under. Maybe the baby's making me a little more conservative. Okay. Colts. Texans under 51 and a half. It's the sprinkle. It's the hotter of the bets, folks. Four and one. The last five sprinkles. I missed a week when you jumped it. Yep. Uh, five and one is the sprinkle. And we're going under 51 and a half. Colts and Texans. Of course, Will Fuller, breaking news. Bit of a roid head. <laughs> Six game. Uh, the guy was beasting. Yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. him on Thanksgiving. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, it's, whoa, Fuller's a number one. <laughs> straight up. Like, who is this guy? I, obviously, I knew him, but anyway. it would have been better if he had got his PED uh, penalty, like suspension, after like a really poor performance. Worse, you know? <laughs> time to be on Thanksgiving and everybody watching. You. Everybody <laughs> just watched you go for two hundred yards or something against the Lions. So he's out, and then he, he PED. So it's gonna sort of uh, derail Deshaun a bit, even though Jesus loves him. Uh, but this is more a play on the Colts. I really had my finger on the Colts. I cashed the Titans money line big. Yep. on the weekend. Um, but the Colts are going to get back to what I just said. Running the ball, power football, 31-28 Green Bay, 48-26 with 10. That is not them. They're, Reich is a smart enough coach to get this team back on the rails. They win with like a 24-17, like a, like a classic divisional game. Deshaun doesn't get blanked. You know, he's too good. But that extra 7-10 to 10 points that the Texans have been get, putting up, well, that's because Will Fuller is... You know, the Terminator, uh, according to Roger Goodell. So I got the under, and I really am going to smash the Titan smash. Huck, I'm telling you, the Browns get beaten down this week. Titans minus five and a half, folks. This is their last hard game in a while. I said it every week. They've been playing somebody of quality. And here come the all-of-a-sudden quality Browns. You know, I didn't put, I didn't even use quotation marks, folks. I just said quality, the quality Browns. But the Titans see them as that. They got the coaching. They got the role. Five and a half is the number. They're at home. The Browns, their holiday sked is over. Jacksonville, Philly, uh, I don't know how else. They, they're on the road in a real environment. They'll have no fans. <clears throat> I like it. Titans smash. They stay hot. And their last playoff opponent, 
for a while. After this, the Titans get the Jags, the Lions, the Texans who are beat down. So this is a good spot at a good time for a good team. And I like Hux Mojo. <laughs> who doesn't? He's got that uh, mo going. It's the, the flow. The, 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 the flow and the mo. Yeah. The Movember and the flow. Got me feeling the Titans a little bit extra this week. I'll, I'll be interesting to see what the number does. Where the number... You know, I really laughed. I follow something on Instagram called uh, Weird Stat or uh, what WTF Stats. Yeah. And they're always like, Atlanta Crazy had stats. 98% chance of winning. But if they did this... Do you know what the stat was today? What's that? Cleveland Browns are 8-3. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, no percentage. Right, right. That's it. And it was a serious LOL moment. Yeah. So uh, anyway, party's over. They go 8-4. and four. I don't think they're mad at that. They can regroup in division. It's just a spot play with a hot team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titans, minus 5.5, and, and the under with the Colts. All right. I like it. So we're 10-7 and seven on the year. 1-1 one one last week. And we got two winners on the way. Ten and seven on the year, despite what you hear. All right. Uh, okay. Picks. Talk about it. All right. Uh, we are 42, 29, and a very, very lucky one. Something. Love it. Take it. Uh, still got a great percentage going. Love averages. We're bound for a week like this. Mama said there'll be weeks like this. There'll be weeks like this. My mama said. Mother you! Said. You! All right, here we go, folks. Hugh Picks. Uh, really fired up right in the middle of the NFL season. Just take just take a little quick breath right now. And remember, for four months in the spring, we didn't have any sports, okay? Uh, I know, you know, there's some COVID issues going around. But as Christmas season approaches, isn't it beautiful that we got football like five days a week? Cue the bowl season. I love it. Here we go. Back on track this week. Going back to a coach that I have probably made more money off of than any human in the world. I'm taking Bill Belichick to beat Anthony Lynn straight up for a playoff spot. Okay? That's the way the Patriots look at it. Going to L.A. to an empty uh, an empty stadium, that don't doesn't sound too intimidating to me. Yep, Herbert's a little more talented of a quarterback right now than Newton. And normally I don't like picking against quarterbacks that I like. I'm going to take Newton's experience. I'm going to take the Patriots' experience. And I'm going to take Bill Belichick out coaching Anthony Lynn. Straight up. I got no points to deal with. Patriots are trying to get a playoff spot. The Chargers, I, they're just playing some football. How you doing? Let's get better. Well, they'll have a good game. And the Patriots will win it. Probably by about three or four. Belichick will be careful. No turnovers. Perfect football to beat a somewhat dangerous Chargers team running into the Patriots at the wrong time. Here we go. It'd be helpful if you guys had some fans, but you don't. <laughs> I'm taking the, uh, with our silver pick, I am taking the Detroit Lions plus three and a half at the Chicago Bears. Ding dong, the witch is dead. The witch is dead. The witch is dead. Maybe the worst, in, uh, worst, uh, Detroit Lions coach of the last 10 years, which is really saying something. Matt Patricia was fired on the weekend. And Daryl Bevel, the new interim head coach, well-liked offensive coordinator around the league by everyone who's ever worked with him, including Brett Favre with the Vikings, Russell Wilson, a lot of guys. You know what he said? When he was asked, like, hey, you know, what do you, how do you feel about being the new head coach? You know, and 
you know, if you had a really good relationship with the guy that just got fired and who probably, like, you know, maybe hired you, you'd be like, you know, it's just a tough week for all of us. We're going to focus on, like, football and trying to win. You know what he said? He's like, I'm fired up. Let's go. Which tells me that they need to get this guy out of the building. ASAP. Look what Houston's become since they got rid of Jim O'Brien. I got I got still a talented quarterback. Healthy. I got a somewhat talented team. And if they can get a Cuda back or even a couple of these guys who are questionable, I think they'll smoke the Bears. But even without Swift or Galladay or Akuda coming back, Matt Stafford with the offensive coordinator that he really likes as the head coach, just a classic, uh, yeah, we're fired up about our new sort of just culture just to get Patricia out of there who nobody liked, apparently. Nobody. And uh, versus the Chicago Bears. Where besides those garbage time touchdowns that the Packers kind of let them get, they looked anemic again. They got their they got offensive members of the team just being like, "Yo, I'm embarrassed to be on this team right now." Nagy seems like a lame duck. Mitch was obviously the wrong call. I think they're gonna blow this whole thing up. So you give me the Lions Bears right now on basically a neutral field in Chicago. I'm taking the Lions. Give me the points. Love it. Okay. Also, still battling for a playoff spot. Lions aren't out of it. Okay, another team battling for a playoff spot versus a team that I think is out of it. We're taking the Minnesota Vikings, minus nine, at home to Jacksonville. It's a big number for a team that's not quite in the playoffs. But I think the Vikings are significantly better than the Jacksonville Jaguars. They had a backdoor cover against the Browns last week, okay? They should have lost by at least eight, nine, probably more. Baker missed a wide-open guy in the end zone. So... I think Jacksonville looked a little bit better than they actually are last week at home against the Browns. Traveling into Minnesota uh, against the Vikings team, who's been a playoff team the last three or the last four years. I think the Vikings are going to mess around. They snuck one out against Carolina. I think they'll play better, and I think they'll make sure against Mike Glennon and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Minus nine, I think that number goes up to ten, so take it. I am taking the Arizona Cardinals plus three at home to the L.A. Rams. Look, division game, tough game. I, I think the Cardinals, it's just a bad time for the Rams to be running into the Cardinals. They let one slip away uh, against the Patriots. They probably should have won that game. Zane Gonzalez just misses that field goal. Uh, it was a tough fought game. It's a hard place to win in New England. So for a young team with a young coach to go into New England when New England's in a must-win situation as well and uh, play kind of a hard-fought outdoor game out it was an impressive loss for the Cardinals, I thought. Uh, not super impressive. Again, it's hard to trust them. But I'm getting three points at home to the Rams. Uh, the Rams, you know, they're a, good, they're a good team. They got good defensive players. But Jared Goff's lack of mobility can be exposed. And their lack of a running game is a real problem. A lack of, a, of an elite running game is a real problem. So... This is, this, is, this is a number for me, folks. I'm getting Arizona, who I think will win the game by a couple points, plus three. I'm taking it. Okay. And uh, I am taking with my last... Oh, no. Sorry. Two picks left. The Raiders, plus... Or sorry, minus seven and a half at the New York Jets. Look, I'm swallowing an extra point here, which I don't love, but I think it's a trap that Vegas is trying to do for you. The Raiders are a significantly better team than the Jets. They're a better team than the Dolphins, who just beat the Jets by over this, over this number. Look, the Jets made some bad decisions. You know, uh, just a fourth and one that went nowhere. They don't really have a running game. Why is Frank Gore your running back? Like, can't you? Is that a kid in college who could break more tackles than this? I mean, it's a nice story and everything, but he's not getting those extra yards. Sam doesn't have any help. 
and it's just a bad time to be running into the Raiders. If they were coming, you know, if the Raiders were kind of high and mighty, coming off a nice win over the Falcons, maybe you catch them sleeping here. But they just got their ass kicked. The Raiders' worst game probably of the last two years was last week. So I don't think they're going to let one slip again. This this wild card spot that they're holding on to is it's getting a tighter race every week. So I think you get a Raiders team that makes sure. They had four, three or four first half turnovers against the Falcons. They're going to hold on to the ball this week. They're going to give the ball to Josh Jacobs a lot more and run it right into the Jets. Yeah, hard game. But I don't see Sam Darnold and the Jets scoring too many points. And I see the Raiders making sure. And making sure gives me that extra extra point over the seven. Uh, Raiders win this one by ten. Okay, my last pick. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills who have stepped it up to become a team that we have not seen before. And they're going to win this game on Monday Night Football at a neutral site against Nick Mullins and a somewhat more healthy San Francisco team. They're still missing Kittle, who's their third down guy. They like to get it to Debo, but he's that's about it as far as you know their real threats downfield. Kendrick Bourne's another one. I just feel like... Uh, it's not quite the full 49er team. They just come off a tough win over the Rams. I think it's a bad time to be running into the Bills. They're high and mighty on confidence right now. Okay, they got three losses. They should probably have two. All right? That Cardinals loss was a win. And uh, I think the Bills are better than we think they are. And I think the Niners showed us their best last week, which was barely enough to beat the Rams. The Bills beat the Rams already. So again... I'm getting it by, it's a key number. I'm getting it by under a field goal. The Niners defense will keep this one tight. But uh, Bills win by six. A great Monday night football game in Arizona. And they go one-on-one in the desert this year. Which doesn't make any sense. But it's 2020. (laughs) All right, those are my Hugh picks. We got the Patriots pick them with our gold pick. uh, In a coaching duel that I'll take Billy B. We got the Detroit Lions plus three and a half. Uh, We got the Vikings minus nine. We got the Raiders minus seven and a half. The Arizona Cardinals plus three. And the Bills minus two and a half. Those are your Hugh picks. Yo, yo. I like, um, you gotta like Billy B over Anthony Lynn. Like maybe the best coach in the league versus the, you know, analytics would tell you. And like just the the football guy, the stats guys are saying like he's bottom three. Like Adam Gase, him, and uh, Peterson for the Eagles, man. Yeah, yeah. Marone, Marone down in Jacksonville. Yeah, Um, uh, the the New England Patriots are doing the LA double. They got the Chargers Sunday and the Rams Thursday. So they're that's a good point. They're going to be all in on the front end, knowing that the Rams, according to you, will be coming off two straight losses and. You know, they don't really match up well against them. So I see them going all in. It's almost like when you start, you know, when you're a really shitty hockey team and you start your better goalie against the worst teams Ooh. to make sure you get the win. Good analogy. You, you know, you're playing yeah, the first yeah, place exactly North Stars. You, you toss in the black because you're not going to win anyway. Right? Yeah, everybody knows it, but the backup doesn't <laughs> want to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but his his dad was the sponsor. <laughs> That's got the tire company. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and you 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 were kind of dancing around it. Matt Patricia is the worst leader of men. That's how we had sort of coined him. Could you do me a favor? Just sort of sit up there, you know, show some respect. In this so he's room. out. I like it. Um, the Raiders and the seven and a half man. They really laid an egg. Probably don't do it again. I'd stay away just because of the hook. 
Fair. Surpri- I'm surprised you went there. Well, I think the hook's the trap. Yeah. Because sure. it's seven, everyone takes it, right? The Raiders playoff team versus the Jets. Everyone takes it at six and a half. So I think the seven and a half is trying to say, like, really? Do you think, you know, if you like him at seven, you should sort of like him at seven and a half? My last thought on that game is you better show some respect for Frank Gore, Hugh. A soldier in this league. As a guy who had the Jets last week on point <laughs> yeah, spread, and I boxed what... the game on pools, Frank Gore, I needed more from Gore. Hey, <laughs> guys paid his dues. Show your respect. And uh, the Bills, I think they will go one-on-one one in the desert. I think it's going to be an absolute nail-biter. Great game. Getting under three is... It's the, that's everything. Invaluable. That's where the hook is for me. But it's, it's so much more, I think. Just because you saw that, Mary. Just because you saw what teams Also, doing. regardless of the fans and everything... Uh, the fact that the Bills have played in the stadium already, they like this year. They know the they know the facility. Three they just, weeks ago, I'm, th- that's an advantage. Yeah, I agree for sure. No, no, I get it. That's something, and that's worth a point or two. And that's all we're looking for here. Remember, something is something. Yeah, <laughs> you, that, you, let, you let for, put a hashtag. That's your first lesson to the baby weirdo. <laughs> something is something, buddy. No, Remember we're going to can the baby weirdo. <laughs> now that you said it, I don't like it. You said it first. <laughs> I, I, I know. I said it. I I thought about it. I you said once we- I heard it. You said I weirdo like baby. It, right? You said weirdo baby. <laughs> once I heard it at me. Yeah, I didn't like it. All right. I feel. Uh, I literally feel like he's going to come out with like some. So can I ask you like what some like some stubble? What do you think you're going to go? I don't think I've ever asked you. You got six games. Six and zero, oh, man. You think okay? Yeah, that, I don't pick games to think I'm gonna lose. No, no, hey, hey, yeah. I think I'm gonna go two and zero. Oh. I thought maybe yeah. you were looking for okay. A, I'll get some, I can give you more of a meter of how much I like my picks, like one to well, ten. Well, you got the gold through, right? I, I one to ten. I uh, yeah. I I I uh, I think the. I honestly, here's what I here's what I'm most worried about. Not my picks. Who's it's most like, likely to push? I'm worried about Gardner Minshew suddenly just announcing Sunday morning. Hey, I'm back. And yes. I, there's nothing I can do besides come on Instagram, follow us at Hughes Talking yes. or at Weird, Weird Mike M I C. And I would come on and be like, "Hey, Gardner Minshew's starting." These were my picks from the podcast. However, take it with a grain of salt. I thought Mike Glennon would be playing quarterback. And what have we learned, Jeff? Gardner Minshew is not a top the eleventh cor- best no, quarterback no, no, no. in the NFL. No, no, he's not. But he's 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 better than Jimmy G. Uh, I, I, that nine, I think the Vikes plow through too. I really do. Yeah, so do I. Uh, Jacksonville, you know, you get to a point in a season where the end is near and the number one pick becomes inside. Before, it's always talk. And then it's like, oh, snap. All we got to do is not win this game. And anyway, so. Yep. I think you had a lame duck there. Yep. A couple games. uh, I'm doing another stay the far away game. Let's hear it. And it is the exact same stay the far away game I took two weeks ago. Saints, minus three. At the Falcons. I was going to take the Falcons. But then it's like, why? Why? <laughs> but then you can you take the Saints? They can't throw the ball right now. It seemed to work two weeks ago, but I, I'm considering that a bit of an anomaly. It worked again against Denver, but that was an insane all four quarterbacks are COVID. One in a million. It's an anomaly. So stay the far away from Falcons Saints because if – I can see either team winning by 20 again. If I'm the Saints and I'm Sean Payton, yeah. I start Jameis. I throw the whole... Uh, Taysom's still my guy. You saw him struggle. I mean, Mike, you didn't Mike, have to. I'm not arguing with you. I actually agree with you. I think they should just start famous. Normally, I would say you're crazy. Give him his one game. 
Your eyes are saying that. So no, that's I, why. I, it's because we didn't talk about this before. Yeah. And I actually, that's a good idea. I think. But they start famous. I love them. But they're two and zero with Taysom, Sean Hill, Payton. They won by a combined forty points. Yeah. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah. But I, like, I but, but I hear you. But like, I because of the way Taysom's thrown the ball, I can't. It's hard to take the Saints based on their defensive line. And Latavius Murray, you know, like it's hard. Yo, I got some twinkle toes last week. He yo. did, he did, he did. But those holes were really big. I don't know what was going on. I uh, didn't get to you quick enough, Hugh. Really w- wish Elway would have just came down for the fourth quarter. And that like, would have been pretty cool. Fucking awesome. Who was the coach they wanted to put in? Can the NFL change the rules to allow this shit? You know, I would love. Can they just have say, hey, in the case of a pandemic, if your president is a Hall of Fame quarterback and wants to do it, Yep, you could sign him a one-day contract. I'll tell you, Dan Marino wants in. Let's change his, these loopholes, you know? Get his name back in some of those record books. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> With today's protecting the quarterback rules, too? Totally. That's a good That's a good take. I mean, he's like 60 now. But. Uh, by the way, the language I gave was Macedonian. Usually, when I give you a new one, you say, and that was... That was Macedonian? It was Macedonian. I didn't even know. I'd like to think of myself as quite the world. worldly figure. Does Macedonia still exist? Uh, I thought there was two of them. <laughs> no man, isn't there like a Persian one and like a Europe, like a no? The, the, like the a Macedonia w- was like the center of the world a couple thousand years ago. Yeah. The Macedonians. Yes, I think Alexander anyway, took them on. Uh, I looked it up uh, in my Google Translate. It sort of kicked me some Macedonian numbers as I was running the translate. Alexander the Great was like minus seven that day on the <laughs> battlefield. He smoked them. Yeah. Uh, it's like 37,000 Macedonians. In the he was running RPOs years. with horses, man. Anyway, very abrasive language. Which may or may not still exist. There we go. Oh, Google Translate recognizes it. So, uh, Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just a couple games that we didn't talk about. Um, Steelers, Washington, by the time you listen to this, uh, that game's just the Monday Nighter, and you're fired up for it. However, we haven't seen this, the Steelers-Ravens yet. So, just because of some lessons we've learned doing this podcast, mm-hmm. it's best not to break a game down and then, like, some quarterback, you know, I'm, I don't want anything to happen to a quarterback, but shit can go down and there's no real point. I really want to take the Steelers. However, taking a team who plays Wednesday night football to win on Monday night football against a team that's had an extra six days off, you might want to go with the Washington football team plus 10. However, I wouldn't do that because the Steelers. You the Steelers versus Alex Smith are very good. The Steelers, Alex Smith doesn't throw a fast enough ball uh, for Minka Fitzpatrick and Hayden to not pick them all off. So I would, I would worry about that. But the amount of rest that the, the Redskins played on, or sorry, the football team played on Thanksgiving, first yes, game. Yes. Okay. Almost a full week later, the Steelers are going to play. And then they play on Monday Night Football five days later. So extra rest, but... No matter how much rest they get, Alex Smith doesn't throw enough of a fastball. I'd stay the way far away from that game, too, because a lot of people are picking the Washington football team just based on rest. So the networks got their hands full with a whole bunch of primetime Washington and Buffalo games. Is that what you're telling me? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me that Washington's thinking of keeping the football team. Absolutely. Uh, it's catchy, man. And the color is nice. You don't like it, huh, Kay? I like the, the Washington. Co- I've always football. had great colors. I feel Auburn as, and yellow is nice. As long as Ron Rivera is the coach, they should keep the name. How does that have anything to do with it? Uh, I like it. It's consistency. So they fire the coach. They, that's no, not fire. Not gonna fire Ron. They're gonna, they're gonna they, let Ron. I guarantee go. they they will one day. <laughs> they're gonna let him go. Yep. There's the difference between letting him go and fire. There's him. like three coaches in the league that don't get fired: Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, and 
Sean Payton, Andy Reid now? Rivera's going to get fired. Anyway. Oh, baby. Football team. I don't know. Something like that. Okay. Uh, last, uh, just a couple more, couple last things. Um, we started a GoFundMe for Christmas season. Okay. Not for us, though. Not for us. So it's called Hughes Holiday Helpers. Hughes. H U apostrophe S Holiday Helpers. We started the GoFundMe. Just search for it on GoFundMe Hughes Holiday Helpers. And 100% of uh, the money raised from our Look Who's Talkers and Look Who's Talking friends and family is going to Holiday Helpers, which is an organization that uh, strives to give Christmas packages to low-income families in the GTA, in the Greater Toronto Area, so that they get a Christmas tree, a bunch of presents that are come from like their ticked-off lists and stuff, and like a big Christmas dinner. Like They call it the Christmas package. Sure. Anyway, I went on their website. Go to ho- holidayhelpers.org to check it out. It looks like a great, great organization. I just was thinking, you know what? We, we, I was looking, I was doing our standings today for Look Who's Talking. I'm like, yeah, we, we're picking great. Like, you know, everybody had a bad week almost last week. Um, and I know we always ask our, our Look Who's Talkers to share the podcast, steal your friends' phones. Oh. If, we're, if we're giving you picks and you're making money on our props or futures or whatever, which we have been this year, and you guys are letting us know about it. So rather than sharing the podcast, hey, if you still want to do that, that's great too. But uh, yeah, Share the GoFundMe page, which I'll, I've posted on our Facebook already. We've we have a goal of a thousand bucks, but hey, it all it's all it's all something. And what's the what's the line of the week, Mike? Something is something is always something. Something is always something. so. We're aiming for a thousand bucks, and if we can give that to uh, Holiday Helpers, hey, that's sweet because we're just a dumb gambling show, and we're trying to become the best Canadian football gambling podcast in the world. And with your help, we're doing it. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And let's all do something great for the Christmas season. Let's turn 2020 around just to the end here. And let's do it the look who's talking way. So if you see that pop up on your social media feeds, uh, do us a favor and share it. Uh, the GoFundMe page. And I'll post it again on our Instagram and stuff like that. And to those of you who have already shared it and, and have already donated. A couple shekels in Our there, look who's talkers are awesome. Uh, Chris McElhaney, Jake Frisney, uh, my boy Joe Meaford. And uh, oh, the memes, yeah, 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 the handiest man in Hamilton. <laughs> so that's Hughes Holiday, Hughes Helper. Holiday Helpers, and all- 100% right yeah, ne- to them. I never touch it, it right all goes through PayPal to them, and, and you, you get a charitable tax receipt oh, from GoFundMe. All about that tax, receipt. giddy up. I know you are. So, uh, good stuff, Hugh. Just in summary, right. don't let Jadavian Clowney ever run your head into the turf because it could change your career. <laughs> um, something is always something. Uh, Weird pick, Tennessee minus five and a half. Yep. Under Colts, Texans, 51 and a half. Two winners on the way. And uh, Monday night story time with Weird Mike on IGTV. Giddy up. Keep following us at Hughes Talking for props picks. Uh, we hope you hit our big prop pick last night, which was DK Metcalf over 68 and a half yards. Hello. He went way over. And remember, check out bet underscore openly or betopenly.com. They just lost their new website and it's far and awesome. It's a Craigslist list that just keeps getting bigger as they get more uh, members seen. of a whole bunch of dumb bets people are making, and whether it's parlays or whatever, and you could be the house for all these bets, or you can make your own lines and see if someone takes them. You throw it out there like fishing. Anyway, it's made me a couple hundred bucks in the past few weeks. Big shout out to those San Francisco boys. Bet openly. Yo, we got to get... We got to challenge... Oh! Bills Niners. Bills Niners. Bet openly. It's look who's talking. I'm going to call you guys bet, out. Versus bet openly. I'll call them out on Instagram. 
It's well, totally happening. We'll see if we can interview him again. And it's holiday season. You touched on it. Hashtag steal your phone yep. is in full effect. Steal your friends' phones. Subscribe to but our give podcast. Give them back. Don't actually steal them. Yes. Steal them, but then give them right back. There you go. Okay, so, and you hear our Hugh Picks, Patriots, Cardinals, Lions, Vikings, Raiders, and the Bills. Huck's got the Titans because he always does. Oh, yeah. And Weird Mike's having a baby who, uh, May or may not be a weird one. We'll find out in a couple months. Giddy up, and let's start this Christmas season off uh, with a bang. Hughes, holiday helpers. See you later. When I die in the name of